I'm always nervous every time I have to do this. It's almost midnight here and I'm sitting at my work desk. If you listen closely, you will hear the gentle wheezing of a not too distant standing fan. This is because the air conditioner is broken. And while I'm grateful for electricity right now, I actually cannot turn off that fan because it's going to get really hot in here. So um, I'd like to welcome y'all to the first episode of this podcast. We're all dead anyway. Um, This is the first episode I'm recording in a while. I think the last episode was sometime in June last year, if I'm not mistaken. And between then and now, a lot has happened. First of all, I apologize in advance for two things. The um, disturbance coming from the fan, if you can hear it. And then for not recording any episodes for that long a lot has happened fam i mean it's 2020 was like the longest year in the history of years i mean i've been around for at least three decades and i do not recall having any year as crazy as 2020 i am glad that i survived i'm glad that you know a number of people i know survived that year And I'm happy that we are in the year 2021. I mean, the year is just unfolding. So uh, I hope for really great things this year. I hope most importantly to be well and safe at the end of the year. And I wish the same for you, every one of you listening right now. And every one of you who have taken time out to check out any episode or all episodes of my podcasts Uh, sometimes i I think i can be a bore but if you take out time to listen to me thank you you are the real mvp and i totally appreciate you for doing that so before i before i go on before i proceed i would like to give a special shout out to um shegun shegun ademo if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, you've always prompted me to record something. Uh, you've always asked for the next episode. Thank you. I, I would have done this way earlier, but um, work has been crazy and life itself has been crazy. Come to think of it, you know. And I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're here, okay? I'm totally glad we're here. This episode like almost every other episode is it's going to be slightly different um i may have said this before but this is work in progress just like me just like my life just like my work just like everything i do and where i find myself currently everything is a work in progress at this stage so bear with me if if this podcast comes across to you as a bit half hazard, um, 
please bear with me just take it as it comes i sometimes don't like to do too much planning i feel like it leads to uh some robotic um executions if i may so sometimes i like to just let things flow so mind you um like i said it's almost midnight i'm sipping a little something here kind of feels good it's the second time i'm trying it i'm a whiskey person okay i love my whiskey um my whiskey and a few smokes some of you will judge me for that but fuck you <laughs> yeah it's all love um this episode i'm going to talk about i'm going to talk about you know one or two things in a sort of very scattered manner like i said please bear with me if i sound a bit repetitive um if i sound unprepared this is how my pop podcasts comes to life all right so let's jump right into it like i said this is the first episode i'm recording this year and and i don't know whether to say i'm excited i feel a certain type of way i don't know if it's excitement i don't know if it's um fear it's definitely not fear i think what i feel is uh some sort of anxiety and i feel this way every time i have to do something new uh pick up where i left off you know in a long time or push myself beyond limits mind you this thing i'm doing is totally new to me so hey y'all um bear with me okay but let's do this let's do this so um today is the 27th yeah the 27th day of january 2021 and if i'm not mistaken it's exactly seven days after uh, the anniversary of the lekki massacre i'm gonna light one for that well the fan won't let me Nigerians, well-meaning Nigerians, lost their lives at Lekki Toll Gate some three months ago, and it appears that Nigeria and the rest of the world is slowly forgetting them. I mean, when the protest started, I, I I'm still up for it. You know, I, I I was all for it. I I was amazed at a generation who would step up and decide to change things. I'm I'm not that young. I'm I'm in my late thirties, and I like to think that I definitely not take credit for this. So I'm 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 going to give credit where it's due. I think that the generation um, of people who are you know just after us are brave and 
I feel like the protests and the people whose lives were lost at um, the Lekki toll gate three months ago, October 20th, if I recall correctly, is a sign that as Nigerians, we will get to a stage where at some point we we all have to stand up for what we feel is right against all odds no matter what it will cost and in that case it costs the lives of young nigerians sadly the painful part is until up until this moment no one has been brought to books. No single person has been held accountable for what happened on that day. As a matter of fact, the story still remains from the government that nobody died on that day. It is sad. I, I was discussing with a colleague the other day, uh, just yesterday or two days ago, and i was venting my frustrations to her it's it's quite frustrating that with everything that's going on with everything that is wrong with this country nigeria i mean i mean nigerians have been asked to register go to nin to nin office and register or have their sims blocked in the middle of a fucking pandemic <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic in one of the poorest countries in the world beat that nigeria is not even remotely close to getting a vaccine Nigeria has not been able to successfully handle sick people. And somebody wakes up Sunday, one day, and decides the best thing to do is to get a bunch of people together in a place for the sake of registering some stupid number for whatever reason, okay? increasing the chances of people catching this disease that is currently killing people by the numbers even in advanced countries like the us i mean if you listen closely you probably hear the sound of my tv i have been watching cnn all day even in the middle of work and the us is currently struggling to distribute vaccines if the US is struggling, Nigeria is finished. I do not mean to sound pessimistic, but <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm not gonna make myself myself sad in this episode. So I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna move on, talk about things. Uh, like I said, this is the podcast where we literally acknowledge things that we should do 
because life is short. We we get to talk about almost anything, almost anything. We're fucked anyway. <laughs> We're all dead anyway. I mean, it's only a matter of time. So it's 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 like a countdown. This is not a sad podcast. This is a realistic podcast. And the only thing I serve is real shit. Okay, real stuff. And I don't want to give the vibes that you know I only talk about sad stuff. If that's how it comes off to you, I'm sorry. Take a listen at some of the other stuff I have recorded in the past. And you might just change your perspective. Um, so one thing I'm really grateful for this year is the fact that my agency, by the way, for those of you who don't know, I'm a copywriter. It means I write for a living. I, all right, let me put it this way. Um, it's funny. <laughs> Whenever I tell people I'm a copywriter, someone asks me if I if I deal with you know creating copyrights for whatever no no please that's not who a copywriter is a copywriter is a creative person who does much more than that um actually a copywriter has absolutely nothing to do with creating copyrights a copywriter is a writer we are creatives we think we think for a living we create stuff uh, we sell things to you we 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 try to create a connection between brands and customers we try to get people to buy stuff that they need and they don't need sometimes it feels like my job is fictional it's it feels like my job is uh <laughs> i love my job by the way i mean come to think of it i get to create stuff that you see and decide to take an action I, I get to create things that you know um prompt you to take action or not take action you know um as a copywriter um i'm a god <laughs> i'm a god i create i create just like god i digress all right so um one of the things I'm grateful for this year is the fact that my agency decided that we should work from home. Um, given the rise of um, the second wave, you know, um, of the coronavirus in the country, I think it's one of the best things. It's one of the best decisions that the management, you know, could have made. And I'm, I'm totally grateful for that because I, 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 I'm sure I feel that if we had, you know, resumed uh, the same way other agencies or other um, offices had at the beginning of this year, someone somewhere would have caught it. And so I, I'm not going to go ahead, you know, into certain um, details, but I'm grateful for the fact that I'm working from home. But, fam, that shit has not been easy. It has not been easy. Um, by the way, I wouldn't trade it, though. I wouldn't trade it. I still love working from home. It's, 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 
I wouldn't say different. It is. Um, it's different. <laughs> I'll drink to that. If you, if you have been working from home, like me, um, you'll agree that you know, there are certain things that you you will have had to deal with over time. Um, one of them being time management. When you work from home, there is really almost no specific resumption and closing times. You, I mean, I mean, uh, in my office, we're expected to, you know, start work by nine and round up by six. But come on, those of us working from home, we know literally you, you, you never close. It's almost midnight, still not midnight yet. At the time of recording this, and I'm recording this because I'm kind of stuck. You know, I, I have I have a shitload of work to do. Um, I have a long ass to do list, things I need to check off my list. Um, people who are waiting, who are depending on whatever it is I do tonight before they can carry out their work successfully. But I'm stuck mentally, and since I can't move forward, I decided to take a break. Um, get get out an episode you know see if it helps my creativity if you're a creative person you will understand sometimes that uh, taking breaks you know help stuff like that and if you're not I think it also works you know irrespective of what it is you do sometimes when you really can go further take break and this is how I take a break okay get a few drinks up in me um, light up a few sticks uh, do whatever it is talk to people um, which is what I'm doing right now uh, but I I still will not trade working from home right now for actually being physically present at the office and here's why um, I think that somehow working from home has helped me manage my time it has it has helped me um, create a sense of uh, responsibility and timing and and it has sort of helped me you know organize my my plans my daily routines um, if by 11 o'clock I really haven't achieved anything I am consciously and mentally aware that hey it's 11 o'clock what have you achieved and you know whatever it is i'm able to achieve at the beginning of the day goes a long way you know to uh, determining how my night ends i'm recording this podcast after which i will probably get to work and maybe go to bed around 3 or 4 a.m um creatives hardly sleep or so i i funny enough i don't know any creative colleague who finds enough sleep yeah i don't know if it's a creative thing creatives hardly sleep it's not necessarily a good thing it's not something we should be proud of it's not something we should brag about 
I mean, um, if we can, um, eight hours, I mean, that's that's the minimum, that's the least, that's what we should do, that's what humans should do. Um, I hear successful people don't sleep that long, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to preach to the choir right now. But uh, if you can, I would recommend you get as much sleep as possible. I try to do that whenever I get the opportunity. So how it works for me is if I work uh, late nights back to back for two days straight, on the third night, I sleep as long as I can. Luckily for me, um, I don't have to start work the next day until 9 a.m. So sometimes I could sleep up to 8.45. You know, especially when I have late nights and I find that I work until 3, 4 a.m. sometimes and I'm able to catch four, four and a half hours of sleep before meetings, you know, and yeah, I somehow find balance. Working from home also, sometimes you really don't know when, when it's weekend or when it's a weekday. I mean, it's... It's kind of difficult to tell, not difficult to tell per se, but uh, it's different because you're home, you're home all day. I mean, uh, you're working at all hours of the day and whether it's a Monday, whether it's a Friday or a Sunday, sometimes it really doesn't count. So um we find ourselves you know making efforts to enjoy our weekends by enjoy our weekends i i don't mean going out clubbing you know um i'm talking about family time spending time on things that matter uh, things that are not necessarily work it could be anything it could be anything it could be something as simple as reading a book um writing if and by writing if you're a writer like me if you write for a living um, the type of writing you do on the weekends or when you want to relax has absolutely nothing to do with work. So um, I will probably do a short story on the weekend or uh, do a podcast on the weekend. I'm doing this on a weekday because <laughs> fuck it. All right. So um, I digress. But yeah, so working from home sometimes can make you lose track of time you know uh, but you you can make conscious efforts to to um you know get things in order and like i said (laughs) i as i'm recording this i i i'm i'm just pitying myself (laughs) because when this is done i still have to do what i have to do i still have to get work done i still have to do this tonight i have to figure out my work and i you might be thinking you know what it is i'm stuck with unfortunately uh, the nature of my job doesn't allow me to disclose exactly it it would have been nice to share that but um when you work with big brands you know and i do I'm fortunate enough to work with really big brands. Um, I mean, I work with one of the biggest banks in Nigeria, and that's kind of what I'm working on tonight. And for the 99th time, I am 
stock <laughs> but i'll leave it at that you know i'm i'm going to talk about something something i have noticed i, I wear glasses i wear glasses and uh, I, I got my glasses uh, me last year sometime in june or before i'm, I'm not good with dates um, not my memory is bad but um i remember that you know at the point of getting the glasses the doctor told me i used the eye doctor the doctor told me um wrote, wrote something on a piece of paper and asked me to go do a test to ensure that i do not have cataracts or something like that now i know that you know pretty serious um as I then all I wanted to do was just get my glasses, you know. For some weird reason, um, this is nearly six months later, I do feel like my eyesight is deteriorating, you know. Um, it's, it's kind of scary, but it's scary in a way that is reawakening. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. It's scary in a way that sort of pricks my imagination and, you know, um, sparks certain thoughts in my head and i found out for instance today in the mid right in the middle of the day in the middle of work i found myself thinking what if you go blind <laughs> all right i'm going to tell you my age again i'm 37 this year by november this year i'm going to be 37 and i've i've always had this goal of you know what i want to be what i want to do at age 40 and i've told my wife that several times you know we discuss it and my wife knows what i want to get myself at age 40. um i mean i'm gonna share with you guys okay after this sip there's a i love driving there's a particular car that I have promised myself I will get at age 40. Um, it's it's called Wrangler. It's Jeep. Okay, it's made by Jeep um, Wrangler, and um, sometimes it comes customized. Now I I don't really know a lot about this car. I am finding out you know a whole lot more because i don't know what my attraction is to this car i don't know if it's because of how rugged it is i don't know if it's because of the way it looks you know i've never driven one but i imagine it's it's gonna be the perfect fit for nigerian roads and i am dying to have that car i promised myself <laughs> and just in case you're listening okay you don't even have to wait till i'm 40. That's the car I want to get myself when I'm 40. A brand new Wrangler Jeep. Black. 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 Black is my favorite color, by the way. I hear some people argue that black is not a color, but that's topic for another day. I'm not even going to do this right now. Black Wrangler Jeep when I turn 40. Today, I found myself thinking that what if... I'm going blind. You know, what if 
her eyesight is deteriorating and this thing is pretty serious um what would it feel like to lose sight physically you know to lose your vision um and not be able and suddenly you know find yourself in a state where you have to suddenly adapt and learn new things at a certain age i mean having been on earth on on this earth for well over three decades nearly four decades that's nearly 40 years and you go blind what would life be like to you you know i i i I sat down i pondered on that thought for a long time and (laughs) trust me i closed my eyes and tried to walk around the house and it was it, it was terrible for you know for the period of time for that you know for the split seconds i closed my eyes and tried to walk around and feel things i i imagined (sighs) i imagined what it would be like to be blind at the age of 40 having had your eyesight for all your life i mean having been able to see from birth until age 40 i imagine what it would be like to have to relearn everything that you know um, to have to learn how to live in the dark to have to close your eyes well that's what it will feel like anyway like having your eyes closed and walking around just like that feeling things and it sort of struck me differently you know that um it struck me in different ways it struck me you know um it reminded me first that we really don't have a lot of time for all the things that we want to do all the things that we want to do in life um I know I say this a lot and lots of episodes, but life is short. And um, there's only so much we can do. There's only so much we can achieve in so little time. And at the end of the day, what really matters is what you have done what legacy you are leaving behind i do not mean to sound like a preacher i i I hate i i don't hate preaching but at the end of the day at the end of everyone's life that's really all that matters what have you done what what were the things you should have done that you did what were the things you shouldn't have done that you did you know what were the things that you should have done that you did not do um it's tricky because um well i'm 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 going to reveal something else i'm i'm going to be a daddy soon (laughs) you know that feels great i'll drink to that again And in recent times, 
one of the things that has plagued this world um, that has plagued um, the very essence of our being as human beings that has questioned a whole lot of things I do not like to take sides because you know on this matter on the issue of sexuality I I believe first and foremost in human rights while I am not comfortable you know maybe comfortable is not the word but while I am not particularly thrilled you know with gay people I understand that the most important thing the first thing that everyone should remember you know regardless of the sexuality of the next person you're talking to the next person you're dealing with is the fact that first and foremost that person is a human being and they have the right to exist they have the right to live just like you they have the right to do everything they do <coughs> excuse me um so um i found myself thinking lately um I'm expecting a child. Um, I'm, have, I'm I'm gonna have a child really soon. But let me digress a bit. In in the days leading up to this this particular period, my wife and I decided to wait for a bit. We decided we were not gonna have kids immediately. We got married, and I know it's a bit weird in this part of the world that you know a young couple a young vibrant couple would get married and they will decide not to have kids simply because they are not ready yes that shit happens i mean wifey and i sat down thought about it actually we had talked about it way before the marriage you know so we already knew that when we got married, we were not going to rush into getting kids immediately. We wanted time to plan. This has absolutely nothing to do with enjoying life. This has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, uh, being, you know, having a certain level of um, enjoyment between ourselves before the baby arrived. This was nothing like that. This was us planning and getting ready for the baby so that whenever the baby came, we were financially and uh, materially ready to receive this baby to make sure that the baby you know never went through any form of lack it was a conscious decision and i've had people walk up to me in the past and ask me what drug i'm taking for fertility (laughs) ha 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 in your face look i will use this opportunity i am digressing i know but i will use this opportunity to address that look people don't always have to conform to what the society dictates people don't always have to conform to what tradition dictates people don't always have to conform to what people what to what other people say it is absolutely left to you and your spouse 
not even your family okay now for those of you who thought that we had issues in your face bitches yeah in your face we were good we decided this is what we wanted and we did exactly that i digress it is not worth it so i'm going to go back to uh, what i was saying i'm expecting a baby and for once today i found myself thinking what if one day my son walks up to me and say dad i am gay i like boys <laughs> or my daughter walks up to me and says dad I don't think I want to get married to a man. I want to get married to a woman. I found myself thinking what exactly I would do and I might have mentioned this to, you know, a couple of friends while we were discussing earlier today and it, it had me thinking really hard and deep for a while. What exactly would I do? To be frank, I I I'm I don't find myself hating that child. I don't find myself I don't see myself disowning that child because like I said first and foremost no matter what your sexuality is the, the main thing that counts to me is the fact that you are a human being and that's what I take first into consideration. This person is a human being flesh and blood with feelings with dreams with aspirations that are not invalidated by your sexuality so um but i i would rather not deal with that god it's, it's stressful to think about it and lord if i never said this prayer out loud my son is straight my daughter is straight amen thank you lord because you heard <laughs> i just prayed fam I just prayed because that is pretty serious. It's it's something I take really seriously. And um I I find it quite disturbing. I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to think about it anymore. I mean, it's, it's still a long way off, so I'm 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 just going to focus on other things. I'm going to focus on raising that child. I'm going to focus on giving that child the best that they deserve. Um I'm I feel like I have been talking too long so I'm I'm going to round up with this. Um life is short. I say that way too much too many times but it is real it's the facts it's it's how things are and so um we all need to do things we all need to stop we all need to stop listening to what people will say we all need to stop putting ourselves down we need to get things done and get them done asap we need to get out there and do things we need to we need to move we need to move um we need to stop thinking about stuff and actually take action and do things because there is there's there is no time you you don't have all the time in the world the world is going to shit we're all dead anyway we're all fucked okay 
do what you have to do right now okay i'm going to quit sounding like some pessimistic prick <laughs> excuse me i think the drink is getting to me i'll sip to that but as is the tradition with every episode of our podcast podcast beg your pardon we're supposed to end with a story um i do not have a story that i'm willing to share right now i mean i've written a couple of things over time um i submitted a story to the commonwealth prize for short fiction <laughs> it's a long thing to be it's it's i mean it's all order to be thinking that i will get shortlisted but i'm not completely ruling out you know i mean if it happens fine if it doesn't happen it's fine i i'm glad that i tried it is one of the codes i live by do shit now do what you have to do and do it now okay um so i didn't take any chances when i saw that the opportunity was up to put in a story i wrote something from my heart like i always do and i put it up um, um the shortlist is coming out in april so i may not be able to share that story on this podcast until april until i know whether or not i am shortlisted or the story was shortlisted but that don't count i'm going to try and write something for the next episode but um the next thing you will hear is something i heard in a movie it's called the gray by liam neeson okay liam neeson was the main character in that movie um that movie i saw it a couple of years back um it's, it's a really old movie but it was a very nice one and there was this line of poetry i'm going to read it in the next recording so listen to this once soar into the fray into the last good fight i'll ever know live and die on this day live and die on this day